Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the call tonight. We're talking about financial leverage for the career professional. I'm super excited to be on this call tonight because this is a call we have every single week discussing financial leverage for the career professional. And as we know, this stuff is extremely important because why? Because we have 90 8% of the population, 98% of the economy owned and controlled by 1% of the people. So what does that mean? That means that whatever positioning and whatever we've been doing for the past years have not been working to our best advantage. And what are we going to do about that? How do we change that? What do we do to change all those things? And so that's why um, we formed this discussion called Financial Leverage for the career professionals because this is the new age, the new dawn of time, and we really need to wake up and know that we deserve more, we deserve better, and how do we go about doing that? What are we supposed to do? All right, so welcome to the call again. My name is Carissa Thomas. Carissa Thomas, founder of Financial Leverage for the career professional. I'm super excited to be on the line today because I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. I came straight from corporate America, spent 10 years in the corporate sector, worked in sales and management, supervising, did all that good stuff for Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies. I did all that good stuff. I was a good working, hard working individual and, you know, spent days upon hours upon hours at my job, and they said that was the only way to break free in this society is that you have to climb the corporate ladder. And so that's what I did, folks. And so, you know, now I know better because I see that there is a different way of living, that there's a different lifestyle that a lot of people are not privy to, that a lot of people are not exposed and so that's why we're going to have this discussion here every single week, every single Thursday night. All right, in this, at this time, it's 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I welcome you to this call, and it's happening live, folks. It's happening live. And so I'm super excited to be here today, and I hope you are too. And so this, like I said, is a discussion. It's a discussion. It may be a one-sided discussion because it's an informational session that I'm having with you. And it's important that we have this discussion. And it doesn't end, okay, when I get off the phone. It continues in your language, in your vocabulary, and you carry it on with your lifestyle. You carry it through your day. You let all this stuff soak up in your body, in your mindset, in your System, all right, and let this information marinate within your soul because you gotta know that you deserve the best of the best of the best. And how do we create leverage? What is financial leverage? And so I'm here today to explain to you a little bit about the concept about financial leverage for the career professional. Don't be a one-stop career junkie. So many times we're taught and we're told that we need to go to school, get a job, and be busy, right? Get an internship, go to school, get a job to pay off your student loans. All right, here, folks, today I'm telling you that's not the only way of living. That's not the only lifestyle that you can have, okay? You can have so much more 
okay, if you understand the opportunities that are available to you. People say to me all the time, Carissa, opportunities are not available. I say, absolutely not. That is not true. And we cannot milk and put that stuff into our psyche. That's incorrect and accurate information that there are no longer opportunities for people who are seeking opportunities. People don't find opportunities because they don't know where to look. They don't know what to do, how to go about it, and they don't create opportunities for themselves. You know, I just want to sit here and think for a second and say, you know what, if a person really wanted a promotion on their job, for instance, right, what lengths would they go to create the opportunity for them? They might tighten up a little bit. They might actually go ahead and do a little bit more than average, okay? I'm here to tell you folks here today that average is commonplace, okay? You have to be better than average. That's the kind of society and generation that we're going into. So we have to be better than average. We have to know that we deserve more and that we command more from our lives. So what is financial leverage for the career professional? It's not to get stuck on being a professional, but to think broader, to think smarter, to think further than where we normally think as, as professionals. And so so many of us are educated, we're smart, we're, you know, we, we, we come from, you know, a, a corporate sector that has steps and we've been climbing the steps. And so we think that we understand the direction that we're heading. Folks, if, I, if we don't make some changes today, I guarantee you that you're going to be in the same place you were a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, five years from now. You know, sometimes when you sit down with an employer and they ask you, where do you see yourself five years from now, right? And so a lot of people say, you know what, I just see myself still climbing the ladder. All right, I still see myself, you know, being promoted and managing this facility and doing this and doing that within my organization, and that's my commitment to the organization. And so what that does is that you, you can absolutely be committed to your profession, okay, but don't let it take away from your commitment to life. People don't understand that they need to create a balance, all right, between what they're trying to achieve, where they're going, and they need to create a balance between where they want to go, how they see their lives. It's not that we can't have vacations uh, only, you know, only twice a year as, as most companies have it or three times a, a year, you know, for three weeks. Or if you've been on the job for 20 years and you have five weeks or however long, that's not the meaning of life. All right, we really need to get back to the basics. We need to get back to our own mindsets, our own psyche, our own system, our philosophies that we live our lives by because that is the stuff that's directing us. That's the stuff that's guiding us. Again, like I said, thank you guys all so much for being on the call here today. We're talking about financial leverage for the career professionals. Don't be a one-stop career junkie. Again, here I'm your host, Carissa Thomas, and I'm doing this thing and talking to you every single week at this time about this very pertinent, imperative, I mean urgent message of creating leverage, financial leverage, having more money in the bank. In, you know, having more money than month left at the end of the month, all right, having more money to do the things that we want to do, 
And how do we go about creating that? Having the lifestyle that we desire, having happiness in our lives that we desire. How do we go about doing that? And so, my friends, it's not waiting until Friday until you get that weekend to really explore your your happiness, all right? Happiness doesn't happen Friday after work and then, you know, ends, you know, before Monday morning, all right, if you have a, a typical Monday to Friday 9 to 5 job and forget about the people who work odd hours and work odd shifts, okay? Happiness doesn't begin and end ever, okay? And so we've been programmed and we've been training ourselves day in and day, day out about just having a lack of opportunities, having a lack of happiness, understanding it, and we're conditioning ourselves to think that it starts and stops. Happiness starts at one point and stops at the other. Freedom stops at one point and starts at the other. And so we need to make this stuff a continual process that we go through on a daily, consistent basis. And so my job here is to keep it real with you always, all the time. All right, so I just wanted to go into a couple of statistics here uh, as we begin to look financial leverage and what, what we're really talking about here today. We're looking at the inequality of wealth, okay? The gap between the rich and the poor has been growing for the past 30 years, okay? And that means that as time continues to go on, the gap between the rich and the poor will increase, all right? And so what does that mean? That means that some people will be left behind, all right? People who fail to innovate themselves, their financial blueprints, their mindset, all those people will be left behind, okay, in the old system that does not work any longer, okay, versus the people who are innovative, the young people that are coming up now today that seeing, hey, you know what, the reality is this. The reality is that the economy isn't stable. The reality is that a job isn't, isn't stable. The reality, okay, they live in the reality is that they have to make a way where there is no way. And so that leaves a lot of professionals stuck. All right, they, they leave the, the professional stuff because they say, you know what, I'm just going to ride this through. I think this is something that's going to just go away after time. And let me tell you something here, folks, today, that things are not going to just go away over time. And so we really need to understand that 1% of the population is earning 98% of the wealth, and it's going to continue to have a gap, okay, between lifestyles. All right, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about having a job, guys. If you have a job, Every single day you go to work, you have to pay taxes, you have to pay tolls, you have to buy your meals, you have to, to, to buy clothes, meals, uh, you have to show up, use gas, you have to drive there, okay? If you are not protecting the income that you are spending on the taxes from your job, right, you are absolutely brain dead, okay? And so we need to wake you up right this second to understand that you need to be able to create a type of business within your life to protect your taxes, okay, protect the income, your earned income, the income that you're earning, you need to not only just pay the taxes for every single thing that you do, all right, you go, you eat lunch, you pay taxes on that. You pay taxes, you pay taxes, you pay taxes. You need to create a tax shelter. That's how you counterbalance the amount of income that you put out into the world, into the, into the workforce, okay? The system is set up, okay, between, it's not set up between the rich and the poor like a lot of people think it is, okay? The, the economy is set up for employees and employers, okay? And so the employers are the ones, okay, the business owners are the ones that are profiting off of the economy. How so? Because they can be able to deduct. They're providing the economy 
with 70% of the income that the nation makes. And so we have to understand, as a business owner, we have better positioning within the economy, all right? So in order to create financial leverage within your life, you have to be able to invest into something. And so so many people get caught up into investing in the wrong things, and they take a trial here, and they take a trial here, and things that they're not versed or educated in, and then they say, you know what, that doesn't work. Some people branch off and they start their own businesses, okay? And then they say, hey, my traditional business doesn't work. Because you know what, when you went into your traditional business, you didn't have the right capital to start your business, okay? So what happens at that point is that you no longer, okay, are in control. And so you say, this doesn't work. This is not how it's happening. It's not working out for me. And so you quit. So many people quit on their dreams. They quit on themselves because they've tried and they've tried and they've tried. And they just don't know that they need to try one more time, folks. You have to be able to invest into something because the reality is that the gap between the rich and the poor will continue to grow. It will continue to increase. That we know is the constant. That's the change in what's going to happen in lives, okay? So we have to understand that the income ratio within the country, okay, the income ratio within the United States at this current time in the, in the year of 2013, and we're transitioning into 2014, that families are only making about $49,000 a year, and that's average nationwide. And so when we look at other states individually, we're looking at places like Detroit. The average income for a household there is 30000 That really means that that economy is a lot messed up over there. Or if we look at Florida, the average income over there, you know, in the state itself is about $52,000 a year. So what does that mean? That means that, yeah, if maybe those people are a little bit more apt, a little bit more versatile because they're not struggling as much. They can, they can pursue opportunities a little bit easier. All right? So, yes, your environment does play a huge part in your mindset. All right? And so sometimes you have to change your mindset. In order to change your mindset, you have to change your environment sometimes. All right? The same way when you have chances are if you are around nine broke people, chances are you'll be the tenth one. But hey, guess what? Chances are if you're around nine wealthy individuals, chances are you'll be the tenth wealthiest one as well. So you know what? It's about positioning yourself, being around the right culture, the right people, the right environment to really get to where you want to be in life, all right? And so that's why we're having this discussion every single week.